All right, we are back in full effect. The Detroit is different podcast studios, and I am here with the mashup. Detroit is different, and the fuck what you heard podcast. And it's that aggressive because sometimes in the world of independent music, it gets that aggressive. It's a lot of misinformation out there, a lot of things that people should not know, a lot of stories being told. But here at the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, we're delivering something that goes into my heart, my background as an independent artist to give information. And I'm joined by Sabrina first. Sabrina, how you feeling? Hey, I'm good. How's it going? Everything is everything. And Sabrina is the lovely co-host holding it down with also the good brother DJ, Uncle P. Uncle P, how you feeling? What up, though? I'm feeling great, brother. Okay, great is a good place to be. Yes, sir. And you have the award show coming up. Yes, Talk a little sir. bit about this award show that you got coming. We got the Underground Hip Hop Awards coming up. This will be year five, so this means it's our fifth year anniversary with this brand. Um, we started off in the shelter at St. Andrew's Hall mm-hmm. um, about five years ago, and it was a massive success, and... I decided, I got hungry, I was like, man, I want upstairs. Mm. And so that second year, you know, we moved upstairs, uh, we spent, what, three years up there, Mm -hmm. you know, and now we're moving to our new home for the awards, something I'm very proud of. We're going to the Wright, Mm -hmm. the Charles H. Wright Museum um, in Detroit, so. Congratulations. Yes, sir, we've taken it to another level. So let's talk a little bit about this award show and what it means to artists to be nominated for a award, especially when we think about underground hip hop. Uh, we talk a lot about hip hop in this show is that's a, a lot of our backgrounds, but you can kind of even tie this into other, uh, other genres of music that are, uh, I would say like have that cult following is hip hop definitely has like a cult following to the people that are for it. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, it, it's an award show that underground hip hop awards we're saluting the hard work of independent artists um we we chose that title underground because i've always been the type of person that want to salute the underdog the person that i thought was just great great music great professionalism great presentation all that stuff they're just being looked over for whatever reasons, you know, um, particularly here in the Detroit area, you know, we have Detroit has its sound, you know, like the South has its sound, like DC has its sound. Detroit has really, you know, cultivated its own sound, you know, and, and with that said, that sound has almost became the mainstream here in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And the music that sounds national, you know, is kind of pushed off to the side now. So a lot of what you'll see on the ballot this year reflects underground. It reflects the essence of what hip hop is. You know, I've had a few people tell me, oh, you just turned your back on the streets. And it's not like that, you know, but right now the street music is what's popular. That's what they playing all on the radio. And I'll let radio celebrate them people, Mm. you know. We're going to celebrate the people that might fall, you know, off that radar. But me personally, I'll put those artists up against anybody. Okay, so when we think about something like underground hip-hop 
in an award show honoring the artists that are working in that you go beyond just the performers you go to a lot of facets of that uh sabrina may actually have a question into this too but my question would be as you come up with the different people in this community you're really embracing the community itself beyond just the performer well i i feel like for this ecosystem to really grow like the one thing you hear about us here in detroit you always hear we don't have an industry here you know you're always told you got to go to where the industry is new york atlanta la and i feel like we don't we we can never have an industry if we don't know who the industry players are mm -hmm. and this is our way of saluting the people that work behind the scenes that never really get recognized the people that are behind these artists that you see on the awards you know it's a lot more to making hip-hop move other than just getting on a microphone or making a beat you know it's a lot of different aspects from the djs to the managers to the promoters to the venues you know we we got all those different elements that help make this go so you know, I just wanted to make sure that everybody that was doing something had a chance for recognition. And over the years, you've gotten an overwhelming response of people voting. How many votes last year just even? Because it's a lot of people that respond to this. Well, I'm going I'm to disclose something here. When we were putting a lot of those street artists on there, I didn't see as many votes. You know, and, and when I look at it, I look at the fans of that music and, you know, they love the music, but they not about to go vote for somebody. You know, they don't become them super hardcore fans that's going to respond to a call to action. Mm -hmm. So I, I say that to say that this year, you know, with the absence of some of that there, we've seen the voting go through the roof. Like last year, last year honestly was our worst year in voting. And that had a lot to do with the changes that I made. Because, you know, I didn't have a blueprint for this when I started it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I did what I felt in my heart. And I'm a type of person that I don't mind changing something if change is needed. You know, I'm not, just not going to beat a dead horse. So, yeah. But I would just like to point out that you are not, to me, just looking at everything. You aren't necessarily ousting the street. No, 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 you no. You know, just no. to be clear, there nah, is not. a level of there is a level of involvement. Yeah, in this year, it's 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 still you know there on the ballot, um, but it's not as prevalent as people think. Like you go to this year's ballot, you're not going to see T Grizzly. You're not going to see Icewear Vezo. Um, you're not going to see Sada Baby. Mm -hmm. You know, um, they're getting the radio play. You know, they, they are the household names here. Well, you not know? just here, but they've got, yeah. in, they've got national and right. in some cases international fame at this point. Right. Now, how large that is leaves to be said, but, you know, to be measured. Right. But we know that they have broken out. Yeah. And so they're on their way. Yeah, they're they're on much. they're on their way. Yeah. They're on their way. Um but I'm gonna fight for these underdogs. Right. You know, it's other award shows in Detroit 
And if somebody feel like I've left an opening, by all means, take it. Mm-hmm. You know, do don't don't complain. You know, do what you're gonna do. Right. And with that, as you talk about that, the I remember it's like thousands of votes that you've gotten over the years of just people supporting people. Last year we had what I think fifty two hundred votes. Mm-hmm. This year, when I checked, um, what was it, Friday before I got busy, we was at 26,000, 27,000. And that's only, the ballots have only been open for how long? Ballots went up Black Friday. So that means that in the matter of about two weeks, 26,000 different votes have been submitted. Yep, it'll be over on the 8th. So I'm thinking we're we're probably going to hit 30. Hmm. Hmm. Probably going to hit 30. And when we think about just the vision of all of this and the support in so many different categories, like as you bounce around, it's a big opportunity for people to even meet people in the music scene, independent music, because even though this is uh, a Detroit based an event that takes place in Detroit, it's people from other regions that will be present as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. We we always have people come in from other regions. Um because this this event stretches out, you know, further than that. Like you said, it's held in Detroit, but in all honesty, Detroit is nowhere in the name of this event. Mm-hmm. You know, people add that Detroit to it. I don't know why they feel the need to. I mean, that's what's up. But understand, you know, this is global. Like last year, I had a couple artists. I had an artist from Georgia, campaign heavy. And I had an artist from um, Nashville that campaign heavy. And the artist from Nashville actually came up to one of our pre-showcases leading up to the event to try and win a slot on the awards. And I'll say this much. That artist that campaigned ending up having more write-ins than some of the people that actually made the ballot. Wow. Okay, so let's just be clear, especially for the listeners. How then, if this is a, an awards, and yes. again, this is just for the listeners, I know the answer. But for the awards, it's the Underground Hip Hop Awards. Yes. Okay, primarily focused on Detroit Underground Hip Hop. Um, yes, because that's where our base is right now. Yes. Um, now... When these other underground hip hop artists from these other regions wanted to come and get involved, like how did all that come about? They saw it on social media. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that it didn't have Detroit in it mm-hmm. made them think, oh, this is for me too. You know, and this is just people on social media looking for opportunities and looking for things to put themselves in. And, you know, they went and started they contacted me and found out how do i get on this ballot i explained to them the process they was like oh i can have my fans write me in mm-hmm. and then next thing i know two days later they done started a campaign they done made a flyer vote for me here blah 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 and i actually saw a lot of them get some good traction right. you know and i stayed in contact with them because i felt like they needed to know some of the results of their effort so i let them know how many votes they was getting Mm -hmm. you know at the end of it all i let them know look your campaign generated these actual responses 
you should be very proud of yourself, mm -hmm. you know, because <clears throat> it's, it's, it's encouraging. You know, this event, it, it's, it's not necessarily all about winning. Yes, it's cool to win, but this is a chance to celebrate your artistry. And that is the next question that I will lead it to as I'm going to play this on Detroit is Different as well. And, you know, most of the Detroit is Different listenership, it's uh, – People kind of just connected to Detroit culture, all races, all ages. But when you walk into this event, you're really going to experience a lot of what the underground hip hop feel is from. So can you talk a little bit about that experience that they're going to get just walking into the venue and the energy that they'll feel from the performance to the presentation? Well, it, it's going to be different from years past. Um mainly because we've actually taken it out of the club atmosphere and we're in a theater now. Yeah. So, you know, at at, at St. Andrews, you know, you had all kinds of, of conversations going on during, during the uh, event. And that was cool and that was great. But the one thing that bugged me about it was the fact that everyone's attention wasn't on what was going on on stage. Mm -hmm. And that's something that, that that's very important to me. So this year the change is, is actual seating for this event. Um, we'll have intermissions. I have tastemakers, um, media people actually doing the presenting. Mm -hmm. So for everybody that comes, they, they're paying attention to the show, you'll be able to identify different movers and shakers that's in the scene. When you see them go up there, they get to present the award, they'll say something about themselves, and then it's up to you to start connecting these dots. Everybody that I put on that stage understands that I'm bringing you here to expose you to new people. And it is important that you are engaging. If you don't want to be an engaging personality, this show ain't for you. And that's the thing about the, the feel of the show. You're going to get a hip-hop experience, I think, whether you're sitting or standing, because the people give that energy itself. Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I agree with that. And as we talk about that, who are some of the people that are involved in the awards show and and how do you select the people and where do you see the vision for it growing as time goes on? Well, when you say select, um, are you going to the nominees or that type? Well, um, the presenters. The uh, presenters. Well, nominees, I'll start there real quick. Um, we poll the tastemakers in the scene. Mm -hmm. You know, the promoters that do a lot, you know, Internet radio stations, radio DJs, um, when we still have record stores, you uh, know, those yeah. type of people. Um, and we asked them to give us five to ten names of people that you think have been grinding and meet certain criteria. You know, so then we take them names, we do the research, and then we do what we got to do to narrow them down. For the presenters, a lot of times those presenters end up being those tastemakers. Mm -hmm. um, but we look for faces in the scene that are making impact, you know, other than being an artist. Mm -hmm. Because I, I want everybody to be able to get something out of this. If we end up having an attorney, 
uh, present an award. I'm hoping that some of these artists in the um, audience go and try and make this, you know, connection. connection because, you know, it's not like we have a plethora of entertainment attorneys here in the city. Especially looking to do business with hip-hop artists. Exactly, especially under those circumstances. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we look for, for people that are doing stuff. Um, in the past, you know, we've had some of everybody there, all the radio station people, um, you know, business people in the scene, you know, people from Live Nation, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. Um, you know, and I don't know if the people was just too in awe to try and make that connection, you know, but a lot of times, you know, I... I didn't see the dots being connected properly. So as you talk about the dots being connected properly, Sabrina is one of those people that will be in effect in the dot to be made. So at an event like Boom. this, at an event like this, and we kind of talked about this with the conferences, but at shows, uh, at an award ceremony, meeting people, uh, what's the approach? What, what, what are you looking for for the artist that comes up to you after you say, hey, best new artist, you give that award, you get off stage. Okay, so just so that I'm clear, you're saying once, you, once you've eyed or recognized or have come into contact with one of the winners or no. the nominees? One of the presenters. You're one somebody, of the presenters. You're, okay. you're one the of the tastemakers. You're the business person. Mm -hmm. I want to meet Sabrina. I, I heard about her intro. I'm really trying to get in this game. What am I supposed to do to approach? Just come up to me. Just you, be yourself. Be cool. Be cordial. Don't be pushy. If I'm talking to somebody, wait your turn. Um, <laughs> yeah, because you would be surprised how many people will bogart thinking that it's aggressive cool. and disrespect is the way to get somebody's attention. Um, but definitely come and know who you are. Know what you're. First of all, hopefully you will have prepared yourself enough to know how you want to sell yourself. Or, you know, to just know that you're going here to support, but then also to uh, do a little research or to try to come home with something. Mm -hmm. So there's been and I say this because there's quite a few people that I meet on occasion who when I say, well, you know, what's going on with your whatever they stutter, they don't know what to say or they're like, well, I'm kind of an artist, but this is kind of what I'm trying to do. And I'm well, OK, so I kind of need to help you <laughs> figure out which direction you want to go in to then try to figure out how I can help you. Mm -hmm. You know it's what I mean? It, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so just kind of kind of have your elevator statement ready as, as far as who you are, what you're there for, whether you're an artist, a producer, a writer, a graphic artist, a videographer, anybody that can contribute to this level of artistry or this type of, you know, this culture, just kind of know who you are, why you're there, and be, a, be ready to just kick it. Um, I would say always have your business cards or, you know, anything, any of your professional tools ready to go to be able to hand off because I'm definitely going to have mine. Okay, and as you talk about that. Are you taking that, CDs? You know what? <laughs> Just because my Honda still has a CD player. Yes. But I would, I would really prefer your SoundCloud mm -hmm. or uh, a link to your Spotify or, you know, where your music is hosted online. And I, I have a question in reference to this, just guilty pleasure, even though I know this already sort of about you and your background. But 
as you talk about that approach and you've had experience in different music genres, does an event like this, underground hip hop, what's mm-hmm. the culture there? What what do you take in there that's different in that energy than with let it be soul music or neo soul? Man, or, everybody's the hungry. There? They are hungry. When you come to to an event like this or just when we're engaging with Mm-hmm. this this culture everybody's hungry what i love about detroit though is that even though we have our competitiveness we are still a unit you know what i mean yeah especially when we get up out of here exactly we on the road it's detroit yeah so it's kind of like you see that that level of camaraderie when you're when you're out in these places, everybody dapping each other, everybody's cool. Everybody wants to collab, that kind of stuff. Um, but very hungry, very open. Um, everybody's really open to learn and open to just connect and really trying to just bust out to an extent. But you also have those that are very comfortable and very happy, just being underground, staying underground, doing what they love to do. They don't particularly care about all that. They just want to put out great music, great product, great content. Studios want to do great work and have a great reputation. And they just want you to know this and appreciate it and and to support them. So um, I don't know if I answered your question, but it's it's really a a really great sense of camaraderie and just hard work. Again, we we put on our hard hats here Mm -hmm. in any in any area of industry, music, art. It doesn't matter. Like we are a city of workers. And again, like we put on our hard hats and go to work in any industry. And you get that on our underground scene here. Okay, and with that same question for you, because even in watching this through Detroit is different, I'd expect like my aunt may want to come to this or something like that. What what's a per- what's the experience that you think that person's gonna get when they walk into this underground hip hop? When they walk into underground hip hop, like on this stage, what are they gonna take away? I'm real proud of where we're going this year because for me. It, it will give you the feel of everything you think an award show is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I did some fantastic things in St. Andrews. I brought a 20-foot by 20-foot LED screen into that building. And people got to see themselves in the bright lights. No, this wasn't no dim projector. This this felt like you was at the BET Awards. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the overwhelming thing uh, about it. This year, you will feel like, wow, we're dressed nice. We're here in an actual theater. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be some live musicians playing behind some of these performers. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be a classy show and a wonderful venue. Well, what I love about it too is just being at the Charles H. Wright. You know, it's just just the symbolism there alone being in the context of yeah. the preservation of culture, of African culture, you know, the whole nine, and then inviting more people into that space. Yeah. Uh, definitely leveling up. But one thing that I wanted to say, you can expect an experience, period. Mm-hmm. That's what I always try and deliver. And I think sometimes because, you know, we're in an underground hip hop, uh, especially more when I was in it, when people meet me and they're like, man, you present like this or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, a lot of this I picked up from like Mo Dirty, Super MC, like 
these people, even though I'm like in boardrooms or something now. Right. You know? So that energy, that feel, it's like me times a thousand. You know, it's like if you think that I'm engaging, right? Just wait till you meet right. Soup, right? 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 You know? Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be a lot of passion in that room. You know, uh, a lot of passion, a lot of excitement. You know, a lot of happy people. And you can like walk into a world. Especially like for my aunt, my dad, some of the people I know, like you can almost walk into a whole world that you don't even know exists. Yeah, yeah definitely. And every year it's it's a reunion. Mm-hmm. Really, it's re- it's a reunion because at one time, of course, we had three floors of fun. We had all this these weekly events that brought us together, you know grasshopper you know all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff but we don't have those weekly events like we used to here the city is kind of lacking in a lot of those things for the culture to come out connect share new music try out new music experiment that kind of stuff when you come to the underground hip-hop awards everybody comes out of the woodwork you will see people that you're like oh my goodness where have you been and then next thing you know everybody's exchanging numbers heading to the studio right after you know that kind of stuff it's it's just a great family affair for our culture it is one thing that i've gotten continuously from some of the artists that i have participated is they said thank you for giving me this opportunity for my mama and daddy to be proud and see what i'm a part of to actually see what I'm doing because you know our parents like doing that rap stuff like you know but when when some of them had brought their parents there and then they saw their kid on a 20 foot by 20 foot LED screen you know being celebrated like I've seen some parents cry you know I've seen artists bring their dad up there with them and congratulate and thank their dad for setting the example that got them to this stage and that plaque today and brought his kids up with him. And like, this is what I do this for. Hmm. You know, these are special moments. And is it the Grammy? No, but it's likely you'll get one of these before you get that Grammy. Mm -hmm. You know, everything that you do is a stepping stone if you're trying to move ahead. You know, you take this moment, you document this moment, you share it with your people, and you keep striving for more things. So what's the vision as you move forward? Um, well, vision as I move forward. Uh, do I really want to say that? Well, don't give away everything. No, nah, no. Nah, we, we had a five-year plan. I had a five-year plan when I first started. And I fell short of that five-year plan. But I'm not upset because I'm happy I had that goal to shoot for. And I got halfway there. You know, the thing about it with an award show, it only happens once a year. Mm-hmm. So you only get one time each year to try and improve and figure out what works and what doesn't work. You know, so I'm very happy with where we are. Um, this is an event that, as I said, Detroit is not in the name. Um, It was birthed here in Detroit, but my goal was for this to be global one day, Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm trying to put on the best production that I possibly can. And my goal is to get some great corporate sponsors in here one day where I can really show people what we can do, you know, 
with an adequate budget, <laughs> you know, to really like, I think we've done some amazing things on the shoestring. Like most people would have thought we had some big, big corporate sponsor. Mm -hmm. And, you know, due to my business acumen, you know, I, I figure out ways to get, get around those things. Mm -hmm. So, you know. And then you have a, a really good um, back sponsor in yeah. Mighty John. Yeah, Mighty John, that's that's been big bro for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he came in on the second one. Mm -hmm. And it was crazy because I know he knows important people, liquor sponsors, stuff like that. So I sent him the proposal for sponsorship thinking that he was going to pass it on. To pass it on. Yeah. He was like, bro, why you ain't ask me? Mm. And, you know, we had business dealings in the past, and he had kind of got away from entertainment. Mm -hmm. But he saw this. He was like, no, this is something you doing, young bro. So I'm investing in you and your vision mm -hmm. and your dreams. So he came on board We've been having it great ever since, you know, and, and he's like this. He's like, baby, bro, I'm just trying to help you to where you can get to them big sponsors. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Johnny Hawkins. Johnny Hawkins, yeah. the warrior lawyer. And then also what a lot of people don't know is that even though Pete is the brains behind it and does like majority of the work he's got a, a dynamic team, team. Yeah. yeah and yeah. if you can share like who some of those people are I yeah think that'd be great. um definitely who came on board first um was my man b scar brandon scarber from asir consulting um that was a young buck that i saw out here doing a lot on the business and i saw him managing an artist and i saw the kind of moves that he was making with managing that artist so I asked him, I'm like, bro, I'm thinking about doing an award show again. You know, we've been talking about doing some business together. You think there's something you like to jump on? And he was like, yeah, let's get it. So it was me and him that first year. We also had my team, Big Peoples, Damo, DK. Um, you know, that's been pretty much the core. Sabrina has been there. You know, but a lot of times Sabrina has came and she's had to play a role because often she has been representing some of the artists that were either performing or either on that stage. So she had to play that position of what do I have to do to make sure that my artist is where they need to be? What do I need to do to make sure my artist is networking and talking to the right people in the room? Mm -hmm. You know, so. And then I'm always the one going around. Uh, that speaker up there is a little low. Excuse right, me. <laughs> right, 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 right. So. Um, I'm a logistical kind of girl. I look at vision and I'll pull a piece coattail in a minute. Tell them over here they need to stop acting up. No, definitely. I'm just playing. That, no, that's, that's, that's the truth. Um, yes. so we've, we've had, you know, a lot of support. Um, I'm a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times it's hard for me to delegate if I haven't been able to watch you work for a year. Yeah. Like I take this stuff too seriously to just put the ball in somebody's hand that has a history of dropping the ball, you know, or it has, has a history of coming up short on the three every time yeah. like yeah. you know i do things during the year for us to practice for you to make sure you on your game the first sunday in january so, every year and when we really talk about this 
I, that leads right into the question about performers. How do you get to be on this thing? Ah, uh, see, it's funny because people act like this a normal showcase that folks had 25 to 30 acts on. It's like, okay, if I had 20 acts, when do I have time to give awards? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it's funny. You have people that's on the ballot that's more concerned with trying to perform than even promote that they're on the ballot, mm-hmm. like, which is crazy to me. But, okay, so to answer your question, um, we typically have anywhere between seven to ten slots. It depends on, you know, what kind of extra stuff we're mm-hmm. doing for the awards this year. Um, we always have what we call the bar raiser slot. The bar raises is an event that I do, you know, a few times before the awards, and then we have a competition the night before, and that winner ends up getting the opening slot for the awards. Mm. That's how somebody that's totally unheard of, you know, that that believes in themselves and don't mind competing for a chance at something. And um, we've had, you know, had some great ones over the years. Um the next part is we always do um, two slots that we offer up, you know, for somebody that, you know, has a budget. They have a campaign like la- a couple years ago. We had an artist that was touring um, from Cleveland mm-hmm. and their manager found out about what we were doing. And they call ass and it's like, well, like, no, we have a budget for this kind of stuff. So we have two slots that always go um, for financial. And then everything else is pretty much how we gauge the heat of the scene. What happened throughout the year? What what happened throughout the year? You can possibly, if you you have your your business affairs in order and you're good enough, you may be able to... uh, uh, be able to pay for the slot, but you got to have still come with good game. Yeah, like I've had, right now I got an email full of probably about a good 160, 170 people that want to pay for this slot. But you still got to curate that. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like just I'm just, I'm on. not whoring. Yeah. No, yeah. uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a great performer. You're, you're, you're going to be somebody that I'm proud to have on that stage. Yeah. So that's one access point. You can uh, Royal Rumble your way in. Yeah, Royal Rumble your way in. <laughs> or like not, you, you got to pound the streets and be out here it, and build your buzz. Exactly, you know. In the underground. And, and understand that you don't build your buzz only working with one pr- pr- promoter, one only promor- performing in one venue. Only working with one DJ. Yeah. You, so. Not to cut you off, but I think this is important, especially when it comes to the venues, to the studios, to the DJs. Like, that criteria is a little different. Yes. You know what I mean? So especially when it comes to the studios, like, for instance, Silent Riot, is it makes the ballot every time they do great great work yes they're constantly you know nominated they're a staple they're a staple because again the community really embraces the studio so how do people like that get known is it just through uh, a nomination um what am I saying? Research based upon, um, you know, what's coming back from the scene as far as a great uh, facility to go to yeah um like I said, we poll different tastemakers. 
um, I'm always asking people where they're where they're recording stuff at. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm big on the sound engineering aspect of it. So luckily, with me having a passion for that, you know, I I kind of take that one under my belt and use my knowledge of the scene and and do that. Um, you know, for the DJs. You know, you have like, oh, man, so-and-so's doing all the black parties and and doing the tucks and chucks and all that. Okay, that's fine and dandy. But what does that have to do with the underground hip-hop scene? Like, I've had some promoters come at me very disrespectful. Like, how in the F you got these and I done did this party? Well, what does your party have to do with supporting the Mm -hmm. independent music yeah. scene in Detroit. Yeah. Well, that shouldn't matter. You got promoter, but the name of the awards is underground right. hip hop. Right. Now, if they want to so, go to the Hoodie Awards, yeah. then you can contact Steve Harvey Morning Jr. Yeah, you know, this is not for you. I, I my, This platform is not for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it, it's for who it's, it's for. Following. Yeah, it's a cult you following. You're walking into an experience of Exa- something that if you're not in that mix, let's put it like this. If you aren't going to the Bullfrog at least four times a year, you probably aren't aware of what's going on right. in this scene. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to the the shelter at least twice a year, probably not in this scene. You and, know what I'm saying? And let me, let me say one more thing before we close off. Um, you know, and this is something that bothered me, and maybe I shouldn't be getting personal with things. But one of the things that bothers me most about this process is when you have people get, I ain't heard of none of these news. I who is did I ain't see so and so on. You know what? Be real with yourself. Are you in the mix? You're not in the mix, Mm -hmm. and you like what you like. Yeah. You know, you're not open. You still got LL Cool J in your CD player. Like, how do you think you're supposed to know anybody that happened after uh, a Miss Corona, per se? Because that's my dog. Mm Miss Corona, shout out, you know. But we've had another generation that's done, showed up, you know, since. I mean, and really, this is the cool thing about underground hip hop. The cycle of life may be about one and a half, two years. Yeah. And it's a whole new scene. Right. So, So, So if you... Like me, like I look at my draft class like 06, 07, 08. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's weird. You know, last year I'm kicking it with Stretch Money in the back and we like old dudes. Right, right. And we not old dudes. Right, right. But in hip hop, In we the sense of dudes. Detroit hip hop, yeah. And it's so <laughs> many you're, you're young. You're upper class. Yeah. You're upper class. Old dudes. It's so many young people. <laughs> yeah. This this ballot is a, a great reflection of the youth coming up some yeah. people get mad man i see big gov name on here every year well google big gov yeah. big gov putting out albums every year but big gov is do- big gov is doing big shows every year he is consistent and gov stay with the youth culture even to the point where he rocking with his son yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so stay with the young you know yeah. open your mind mm-hmm. you know please people ask me p why isn't this getting bigger at a faster pace and it's because we not open in our minds we want things to stay in the hip-hop shop days mm-hmm. we're not there anymore we can salute the hip-hop shop days 
but I got to keep this thing fresh. Yeah. And the Lush Lounge days. Yeah. Because it's so weird because even in the Lush Lounge days, people would talk about, and then boy, oh boy, we going real Detroit hip hop right here for anybody listening from the Detroit is different perspective or anybody listening from an independent music perspective. But the hip hop shop and the Lush Lounge were two places where a lot of hip hop performers performed often so a lot of the acts that you now look at internationally cut their teeth there correct they learned uh their skills and it really was a place where a lot of mc battling took place that was the dojo it was a place when with like the underground hip-hop battling where guys generally and a couple female mcs like corona like in Jerry Earth, it would be a couple that would, you know, you had to hold your own because people would go toe to toe. But when we were, when uh, what Maurice Malone did with the hip hop shop right there on Seven Mile, if people would talk about that in romance, we would be at the Lush Lounge and then the Lush Lounge closed down in Hamtramck right on, uh, what was that? that Joseph, was Campo. Joseph, Campo. Joseph Campo. Uh, people would, didn't even realize like this was a scene. So right. like sometimes being in the moment and to me like another yeah. scene as i was talking to Sheefy mcfly not too long ago was that bob's classic click kicks right right when that was right, popping and what right. they did with the air up there and right and just seeing Sheefy with his career i'm like man y'all created a scene there but this stuff moves in cycles it, it, but it that's does. what makes it so cool right that's what yeah. makes us so cool is yeah. that we are we're very innovative um because like even right now my younger nephew he's 12 He's putting me up on stuff that he's finding. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, he can't get out, but he's finding folks on YouTube. Right. And then he and his friends are, you know, in the, you know, freaking banging on the tables in their lunchrooms now. And he's like, Auntie, you didn't hear about, you don't know, you're in music. I'm like, look, I can't be everywhere at all. But at all times. But they put me up on the new, the youngsters coming up in hip hop. I had to stop taking young people parties as a DJ. Cause it was too often these little dog, these little kids would come up you to me. You ain't got day day and the heartbreaks. I'm like, who was that? Ooh. You ain't got. They got five hundred thousand <laughs> views on YouTube. You whack, DJ. You whack, I'm like, DJ. but that's the beauty of yeah, it. Yeah, I and I know it. that's not my lane. But anymore. the reality right. is, then they get their own DJ, and now you got the cat up there that's exactly. seventeen spinning. But see, exactly. that's where underground underground hip hop junior comes in. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. We take oh, it to sure. a hi- yeah. take it to a high school auditorium. Hey. Let these young hip hoppers come on hey. up. You know what I hey. mean? Definitely. The sky's the limit. Um, but that's the beauty of what we are. And then yeah. the last thing that I, I really want to say before we go, I'm about tired of having to put on uh, a <laughs> battle gear <laughs> to go out here. First of all, y'all, especially those who like to throw darts because you sour. Uh, you don't understand. I've been here from the moment where P, where it was just a thought. It was an embryo when, you know, he started this thing in the beginning. And now look at where we are. And it's growing leaps and bounds every year. Um, the press, different people around the community and metro communities. Again, it's starting to spread out to other cities and states. This has always been the vision. And again, like you said, he, he bootstraps. They bootstrap. They put their hard earned cash um, behind this, not necessarily just for them, but it's for you, right? It ain't so, no money in this. Exactly. And so for <laughs> for for people to just criticize and and work. just don't even want to support, and if you don't want to support, that's cool, but if you don't want to support, just don't support. Just don't go out here and hate. Right. 
Right. You know what I mean? And so when I see these things, especially on social media, and I'm not by any means a, a confrontational person, but I will loose my tongue real quick, really nice, to the point where I think you probably think, like, did she just diss me in a nice way? Yes, because I know the work that goes into it. And I just give my hats off to you and the team because y'all put it down to the mm-hmm. point where every year after the awards, mm-hmm. there's like seven days straight where we know we do not text nor call P because <laughs> it is. Yeah. he They have to. The whole team has to take it down a notch and just mm-hmm. sleep because that's how much that goes into it. So just want to warn y'all. I'm, I'm seeing I'm lurking. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to snap back. Y'all keep snapping out here. The cool. haters out here. And it also, as people know, this is a great way to bring in the new year as it starts at the top. Exactly. Hey, Let people know when, when uh, you say aware, but give the give the logistics again. So Once again, gonna... the fifth annual Underground Hip Hop Awards will be held January 6th. That is a Sunday at 4 o'clock to 8. So we use that time frame because I know all my important, my tastemaker people can be there. My DJs, you ain't in no club yet. You know, you're not spinning yet. You know, you're still recuperating from New Year's Eve party. Right, right. So it's always a great day. You know, the Lions ain't make the playoffs, so we ain't got to worry about parking downtown. You know, well, one year we did the year at St. Andrews. the Lions had a playoff game. Yeah, I, I remember And it that was year. a blizzard out. But we and still I, had a packed we house. Still, I, yeah. I thought yeah. that we were going to have an empty house, and we packed the place. And oh, that's that why I great, say, That yeah. was a great, great year. I was kicking it with all types of people. Me and City was. Uh, right, City, Young City. Young City. But that's why I say, you know, people be like, you can't do nothing in the winter. No, you can't do just anything in the right. winter. Because if it's something special. You're people gonna go. will come out. You're you know, go. people exactly. will come out. Mm-hmm. And ticket cost, uh, how do they get their tickets? Tickets will be available next week at undergroundhiphopawards.com. You can get with me. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to do as far as placing tickets around the city. Because okay. I just can't trust too many people, man. Okay. And at the thing about it is we've been having this in a venue that holds a 1,000 people. Charles H. Wright Theater only holds 317 people. Mm-hmm. So I can't play with these tickets. Yeah. It ain't no RP what you got. Man, support is $25 in advance, $30 a day of. Okay. I'm with you. I wouldn't wait till the I'm day of. That's nah. a huge drop. Drew's is always packed. So, you know, this was going to be packed. When they go on sale... I would be it would I would encourage you to get your just tickets. think about it like this. I haven't even counted all the nominees. Right. But I'm pretty sure if just the nominees brought two people, that's the place is full. Yeah, yeah. I was right. say, that's well well over a buck fifty. So this is yeah. this is a hot ticket. I'm gonna be it, the keeper of the guest ticket. list. It's not gonna be that many. Nah, believe me, non-existent. It's be like P mom, <laughs> right? <laughs> Shoot, bro. Detroit news. They paying. I <laughs> know what's up, like mama. It's gonna cost. Right. Those people that are coming to cover you to spread the word internationally, they might be able to get in on, on a free. Yeah, pass. possibly. Possibly. Yep. So this was good. Um, if you're Detroit is different listening. Uh, definitely come out if you really want to experience something in the culture that you haven't seen. Underground hip hop 
is where I cut my teeth and I get my roots. That's where I met you, you, brother. uh, If you the Fuck What You Heard podcast fan, you definitely need to make your way up this way just so that you can meet some people no matter what form of music you're making because I've also found this very very interesting and we need to have this be a whole show. Sometimes working with people outside of the genre of music you're in, you can get you can get better resources for certain things because they're not looking at you as competition. Right. Right. Just be professional and you'd be surprised what type of alley-oops people would throw you. Yeah. Yeah. Just off professionalism. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it one time, one of those times I went out to LA a guy here that makes Hawaiian music that's obviously from the West Coast was like, oh, talk to my brother that's out in the studio. And I was like, eh. I, you know, it was like downtime in L.A. And then I'm like, damn, he, it was a good plug. It was right. Right. You never know, man. Yeah. That's why I say kick over every stone to see what's there. You never know. That lottery ticket might be up under that boy. Yep. So we'll talk about cross genres soon. Thank you so much. Holla.